the guests keep coming thick and fast. Guests are coming in. So we have um, Manus is here with us, who many of you know from Scarif Bay, and he's here with uh, Fiona Lee Connell, and they're going to talk to us about the Tumgraney Harp Festival. Now, we did have a few people last week talking, um, but we wanted to learn a little bit more. So obviously the festival is coming in the next few weeks, as it was announced in the news um, highlights at the beginning of the show. So Fiona Manus, welcome. Thanks very much, Jennifer. And Fina, I know this is your first time on radio, so thank you very much for your time. So can you just tell us a little bit about the Tumgraney Harp Festival, the history of it, and then what to expect for this um, festival this year? Yes, so the Tumgraney Harp Festival was set up in 2016 by um, a lady called Elizabeth the Faltaire when she was living locally here in Tumgraney Village. And um, so it's been going now a good number of years and we have a variety of different harp players that come to the village over the course of the weekend they run workshops there's a concert there's competitions so a variety of different events that happen so in 2017 then that's when I got involved on the committee to kind of help out Um, and then 2018 is when Manus got involved as the patron of the festival so it's kind of been running since uh, 2016 and um Last year, of course, we had to go online yes. because of COVID and all the different circumstances. And that must have been very different as well. How, how did it fare going online in comparison in, t- in person? I think for what it was, it was a very successful festival. And I suppose we were able to reach a wider audience mm. because people all over the world kind of participated yes. in the online workshop. So, do you know, there had to be a silver lining for yeah. that as well. So, do you know, it was wonderful from that point of view to kind of um, we tried to bring a kind of a community element by doing kind of live through mm. Zoom kind of Q&A sessions with the harp uh, teachers instead of just a pre-recorded workshop and also with the harp makers so that people could come on and interact and ask questions oh, but it's it's just still not the same as being in person so yeah. we're delighted that this year now we're back in the village and that everything can kind of go ahead um but it, it has shaped our festival in a slightly different way because we're going to kind of do a hybrid model this year okay. so there is going to be some online elements on the sunday we'll have an online harp workshop which will be pre-recorded so the people that kind of joined us last year can still interact with our festival on Fantastic. that level yeah. yeah but um also then we'll have our concert and stuff like that in person but we'll be able to kind of uh, people will be able to buy tickets and watch it from the comfort of their own home as well so oh, again brilliant. people abroad that tuned in with us last year will still be able to yeah. interact and that's the festival. 14th is it the concert the 14th yeah. Yeah. I have the tickets already so uh, <laughs> yeah you're yeah. booked in yeah. and the festival itself goes on over the weekend of yes. May 13, 14, 15 the official opening is that Friday evening the 13th yes that'll be a Nulis at 9, nine o'clock on okay. Friday evening and that'll be very informal as you can imagine yeah and then on Saturday Saturday is the real big heavy day of the yes. festival so the morning kicks off with as as Fina was saying workshops and uh, there'll be workshops not just in harp by the way there'll mm. be other instruments as well oh really okay. fiddle and yeah. concertina oh lovely we tend to, br- to bring them in every year into the ju- just to make it a little bit wider appeal mm. even though it is primarily a harp festival yes and can so, I just so ask then in terms of what does patron what, what's your role then within the festival as patron well a patron is just uh, I would have thought uh, my understanding of that word would be just an overseeing role yeah. and that's what I was asked by Lizzie the, the lady that Fina was talking about right. she initially asked me would I just be involved in, and be, be, would I be a patron yeah. but I mean then it became a little bit more because I'm on the committee now there's a there's a core of about maybe six or eight of us okay. on the committee 
and we work well as a, you know, I think we work well as a team. Yeah. Fiona and myself are primarily the people who are, you know, musical and will have the musical contacts. Mm. Uh, some of the others then are really good at um, different aspects of, you know, IT, yes. website, so there's different things going on. And uh, so, yeah, you know, people have different strengths, but that's good in a committee situation. That's great. And can I ask, are both of you, or neither of you, harpists? I'm a harpist, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm and harpist. Can you give us a bit of background about your own kind of experience in harp playing? Yeah, so, well, I've been playing the harp since I was a child, um, and I would have studied music at the university in Limerick. Um, I would have learned harp as well with um, Janet Harbison. She would have been a harp teacher in Castle Connell in County Limerick. So I kind of grew up um, surrounded by music, I suppose, because my mother's side of the family all, all played music as well. So I guess the harp tradition, it's a funny one because... Unless you're inside in it, you mm. don't. Other people don't necessarily see the harp everywhere. But yes. you know, I suppose I, I'm lucky and fortunate to be part of that community. Mm. You know, and that network of harp players that are around. So I suppose the festival is really a place that we can bring all the harp players together. You yes. know what I mean, and be an outlet yeah. for yeah. harping. You know, in Clare. You know, and yeah. trying to. Jennifer, it's just so, so beautiful. Fiona is one of the best harpists in the country. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. Well, and, I'm glad and, you said that because nobody will ever say it of themselves. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> and that's why I said it. Yeah. And, uh, she, she'd be too modest to say that. Yeah. I know that. But just to also to say that there's been a, tr a tremendous revival of harp music in mm. Ireland over the last 15, 20 years. On Clorshek, I mean, it's our national instrument. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's on the back of all our coins. Is it, is it difficult to get into the harp? I'm just thinking the first thing you have to, to get, get is a harp, yeah. which yeah. is probably not yeah. cheap. Yeah, so we're lucky now that the uh, harp making community is like really starting to revive. I suppose over the last 10 years in Ireland, it used to be really difficult when I started off to get a harp in Ireland. I was fortunate because my aunts played the harp, so we had one at home, but not, not everyone who's interested in starting the harp does. So now we have kind of harp makers all around Ireland that are making really good quality instruments. And... Um, they'd make a range of instruments from kind of beginner with kind of less strings, maybe 26 strings, and then you can range right up to your 34, 36 string instruments. So Yes, and they'd be more affordable, presumably, for, for people starting out. Exactly, yeah, and that was the idea that people would make it more accessible by making a kind of a full range of harps. Because yeah, you can imagine a parent who, who might balk at the idea of spending a lot of money on a harp yeah, yeah. if their child expressed an interest in it. Yeah. So maybe some kind of a halfway house to... Yeah, to get them started. To get them started. Exactly. Yeah. To, see, to see will they pursue it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And some students will rent harps as well, maybe before they start. So some of the harp makers would have a scheme where you could rent it for a few months to see if you like it. But we'll have all the harp makers at the festival with us over the, the weekend on the Saturday. So if anybody is interested in learning or starting the harp, you know, it's a great opportunity to come and, and chat what, to for, for young people particularly who do play an instrument, what... What is it easiest to get from, we'll say, to the harp? Uh, to to go from guitar playing to harp playing or to go from uh, violin to yeah. the harp? Is there a sort of a... A natural progression? Mm. Yes. I know what you're asking. Or an easy jump? 
I think like if you have a grounding in any musical instrument, you mm. kind of have the theory and the knowledge, you know, behind you and the tunes. Um, but I suppose the technique, like any instrument, is different. Yeah. So it's like you're nearly yeah. starting with the technique. But if you have the musicality from that experience yeah. of learning any instrument, it really is useful. Yeah. And I would imagine piano people kind of piano would be the instrument I would have thought of, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't be an expert on harp music, but definitely I would have thought as as would apply to most other instruments, piano would be the, the one the closest. Yeah. And I would mm. say though as well, like that if you're used to playing the fiddle or playing the guitar, to move to harp is such a ver- it's you're starting from scratch because the the way that it, the you hold it, the yeah. orientation, everything. The so technique is totally yeah, different. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then in terms of what are the highlights then for the festival this year? Well, as I say, the workshops are very b- a big part of it, and we've got two excellent instructors this year: Anne Marie O'Farrell mm. and Katrina Mackay. And they they are internationally recognised as harpers of the, the, the uh, of the highest level. Yes. So they're yep. going to be doing the workshops on the Saturday morning. That's the morning of the fourteenth of May, and that goes on from uh, it's about two hours, isn't it? Two hours Fina, yeah, ten, yeah. Uh, uh, ten till twelve or thereabouts on on the Saturday, and then in the afternoon there's going to be uh, harp competitions, and. Uh, then there's also Q and A, as Fiona mentioned, for the for, for the harp builders who'll be there present. Anybody who wants to talk to them. Yes. And then there's also a Q and A in the afternoon for the harp instructors mm. that they can take any questions. And then in the evening there's a concert. Oh yes, yeah, of course. Concert and again primarily harp music in the concert, but there'll be uh, there'll be also in the concert to be the the fiddle instructor and the concertina instructor on the day will be performing at the concert. Brilliant. And then we may have just mentioned. It, but uh, Clee Donnellan, yeah. she's doing the, is it Mind Your Music? What's what's her actual workshop going to be? So a lot of uh, musicians put a lot of time and effort into, you know, learning the tunes, learning the technique. But this is looking at our kind of, the narrative we tell ourselves when we play and trying to, you know, develop our mindset so that we get the most out of our music. Mm. So it's basically bringing awareness to our practice and uh, how we can kind of, you know, think about that to really get the most enjoyment. Mm. And so that, like, our time that we invest into our music is reflected nice. out of that. So, uh, you know, it's it's a workshop that's suited for kind of maybe 16 years and up. Mm. But if people are interested to see what Lena is doing, they're welcome to come along and observe as well. It's a free workshop that's open to the, the community. No, that's fantastic. I, th- I think, Fina, would it be fair to say it's like an extension of wellness you know that, that's talked about so much nowadays wellness but 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 just uh, zooming in on wellness in music yeah isn't that absolutely it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and what other just i suppose just one last question is what other kind of harp festivals are around the country or is this kind there of are about half a dozen i suppose okay. the best known is the one in kiju in roscommon which is uh, associated with the great harpist uh, thurloco carlin and the O'Carlin Harp Festival happens every August in Kiju. There's also another harp festival in Nobber in County Meath. Okay. And that's that's the birthplace of O'Carlin, I think. Yeah. Mm. And there's a festival there in Ackle Island. Yeah. And there's a few more that you might yeah, know about. Yeah, there are Cord and Acrita run um, a harp festival in Termin Fecken. Every Loud. Yeah, County Loud every year, and that would be in June. So mm. there's a select few harp festivals. Yeah, about half a dozen. Yeah, exactly. And would there be, in these festivals, would there be kind of competitions in any way, nearly like the Fesh? different festivals offer kind of different things so mm. some would have competitions some wouldn't, wouldn't. yeah, yeah exactly because just thinking we just had Ima McNamara talking about the Clare Drama Festival and the All-Ireland Festival I was just wondering is there such a is there something similar for harp 
Yeah, so like the two festivals that, um, the O'Carlin festivals that Manus mentioned, they would have competition mm. and that would be, so you do your workshops maybe for, um, well, in the novel and you do in the morning and then you'd have the competitions in the mm. afternoon. Kiju, I think it's a longer event, so you'd have it during the week, your workshops and then the competition on the, maybe the Saturday, the Sunday. So, yeah, they, and they'd be kind of recognised festivals that people would travel for as well, so to take part in the competition. Brilliant. So Tom Graney is going, getting up there. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, let's put it this way. They're, they're trying their best. Yes. They're trying to get up there with the big boys. Yes, and, and will succeed, I have no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Well, do you know what? Just on that, Jim, uh, last night we had a very, very successful pub quiz in Newlis. And, uh, you know, I know we, we, got out, we got out the word there lately, and thanks for all your help with that. But uh, there was a tremendous, well, there were 13 tables. Four people, so fifty-two people playing yes. there last night, and very, very intently. You could hear a pin drop. <laughs> very competitive. Very competitive. Yes. It gets very uh, at the beginning. Maybe not so. Maybe just uh, just my interpretation. But at the beginning, it's nice and relaxed, and it was. Yeah. Also, but you, 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 when the scores start to go up, oh and things yeah. start to get uh, towards the end. It gets very, very. Yeah. Well, Mary was saying that last week. Mary Coffey. How, oh yeah, yeah. How competitive uh, it gets because yeah. there are a few who are very competitive. Yeah, you were saying. yeah. And it was it was just great. The standard was really really good last night and we did, there was a great night yeah good stuff and so for people to explore more about what's happening with the harp festival if they want to get in touch if they want to buy tickets how can they do that so they can visit our website it's www.tombgrainyharpfestival.ie or they can find us on facebook as well across social media that's great. Lovely. Um, so just a reminder of the dates. Okay, the dates are Friday, May 13, that, that weekend, May 13, 14, 15. And the concert is on the 14th. The concert is on the, f- the night of the 14th. That's great. Well, thank you very much, Malison Finn. I really appreciate you Thanks, coming along. And you. best of luck with the festival. We look forward to it. Thank you very much. And just while you were talking there, I found a piece of music by Anne-Marie O'Farrell. <laughs> and All right. uh, So recorded uh, at Sanford and St. Phillips and uh, playing the Irish harp. So we'll we'll go out. Thanks, Jim. Go from that. Okay, Melis and Finn. Thank you.